Hey guys, what's up and welcome to Ponder Points Podcast. I am your host, Apostle MB, and uh, I'm delighted to have you guys joining with me on the broadcast on today. I hope you guys had a great weekend and and, the start of your day is going very well on this Monday morning. Well, I've got a word I want to share with you uh, on this morning, and I want to talk about too many options, too many options. You know, I'm, I'm just kind of thinking today. I'm just kind of this morning. I'm just kind of in that thinking mode. And um, and I'm just thinking, and I, I don't know if you've ever thought about this, but uh, how much we have advanced and yet how much we have declined. Um, what do you, what do you, what do you mean, uh, Apostle MB? Um, when we look at it, you know, uh, technologically, um, all of these other things, how much we have advanced and, and have come from such a long way. You know, I'm sitting here holding my uh, cell phone or just looking at my cell phone and just thinking about it, just, just the cell phone uh, for one of how I remember, I'm 50, uh, 53, and I remember when the cell phones first came out. I think the first one, if I'm not mistaken, was the big phone that had the uh, permanent antenna stuck on top. And uh, then uh, it came the bag phone, that phone that uh, that uh, was in a bag and you just towed it all of that around. And then it went from there to the flip phone, if I'm not mistaken. And, um, and then the phones advanced into many of the phones that we are enjoying today. And, uh, but then the technology on the phones, I think it was uh, around the flip phone uh, time that we began to see the opportunities of text messaging where you can send words to another person on another phone and they could receive it. And, um, and then it advanced from there. Now our cell phones are able to do so, so many things. Uh, I'm, I'm able with, with my cell phone to, uh, to turn, to control the heat and the air at the church, to control so many other things that we have in operation at church, turn lights on uh, at home. I can turn my alarm system on and off. I can watch the camera systems, all that stuff. Go on the internet, do all of that stuff. It is amazing of the advancements that has taken place. But then on the flip side, how much we have declined, how much we've declined morally as well as spiritually. We have declined so much. The things that we see uh, today, how people are pulled and swayed and uh, and sent and, and dealing with. Uh, and I believe part of that has, uh, much of that has to do with so many options. Many of the wrecks, uh, and this is an alarming factor. And uh, I tend to find myself at one time doing the same thing, driving and texting. Many people, wrecks have occurred because they were actually dealing and playing or, or, or texting or doing something with their cell phone and not paying attention uh, to the road. And it ended up in a wreck and some of them even in fatalities. You know, I, I, if you've had the pleasure of sitting down with your parents or, or depending on your age with your parents, 
with your grandparents or even possibly your great grandparents. And uh, many of them probably would express to you or have expressed to you if you really caught them uh, in days of reflection that they talk about the old days, you know, and, and, and how things were. I remember one time my granddaddy told me about uh, how when he was a little boy, he said, and they was riding the church on horse and buggy. He said, and we, we would be about a mile from the church, he said, and we could hear uh, them mothers in the church. They call it warming it up. They in there praying. They were in there singing and they was getting the service ready. So when the people came, it was ready. We don't see that today. Modern technology, many churches don't even have windows uh, that you can see out of, much less raising the window and being able to hear uh, the sound outside of the church and how much things have changed. And I'm thankful in the in the time of progression. I, I told someone one day, how in the world do we survive without cell phones? How in the world did we make it? You know, and people knew pretty much well where we was when we left the house. I remember a little boy, I would leave the house and go to my grandparents' world. My mama them knew where I was at. They knew how to pick up the house phone because that's all we had. And they could call and they would check to see, tell Mark, come on home or, or whatever, you know, and uh, it's getting dark and and, uh, and they could trace you down. Um, but today the technology is so much, uh, so much available, so much great. And it's great for the technology. It's great. I'm thankful for the advancement. But the sadness is there's so much decay. Our moral side of things, people don't love, people don't treat individuals like they used to, and all of that other stuff, it, it deteriorates. These cell phones, social media have broken up so many homes. Social media have, have really made people um, be exposed with so many things, games, habits. And when I say games, games of chance, uh, 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 and, and I'm not I'm not approving nor condoning. That's totally up to you. But many people, whenever you rather play uh, scratch offs and all that other stuff instead of feeding your family and taking care of yourself, that that is a habit, and that is something wrong. When you rather sit home and play the game and miss work and could possibly lose that job because you become addicted to those things, that is a problem. And and uh, and we, you know, at, and it's, it's several things that and, and three points that I want to share with you and then I'm going to be out of the way. But I believe that we sometimes have too many options that's available. I'm going to tell you a quick story and uh, I'm going to give you a scripture and then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you three points and I'm going to be out of uh, your way for today. Um, some, some time back, a uh, few, few years back, we had the pleasure of going to, uh, well, it was a few years back. It was just uh, last year. We had the pleasure of going to the Cove, uh, Billy Graham Cove. It's up in the mountains um, uh, out, out from Asheville uh, in North Carolina mountains. And Billy Graham, the well-known evangelist, had built a, a, a beautiful place, two motels, event center, uh, chapel in the woods and, and all that wonderful stuff. Very peaceful place. I, I encourage you if you ever go, go, go during the fall of the year when the leaves have changed and all that other stuff. But um, we went there. My wife had to speak. Uh, some friend, dear friends of ours had a conference and uh, my wife was speaking in the conference and we went there. And, we, and, and we've been there several times, but um, never stayed in the hotel. So we were, we were booked to be in the hotel and, uh, and I got there. I was really excited. We got there and got to the place. I think I was ex more excited than she was, um, you know, because she was concentrating on preaching. I was excited about being 
on the grounds and all that stuff. And got into the hotel room and uh, I was really excited, you know, and got in there, opened the door, beautiful room and all that stuff. And I'm looking around. And the first thing I said, where's the TV? I said, there's no TV in here. And my wife said, honey, that's the purpose. She said, people come to this place to get close to God, to pray. Uh, oftentimes they have classes and, and stuff. She said, and the TV is a distraction. And what happens is when there's distractions, what literally happens is it opens up additional options in your life. She said, so they eliminate the TV so that you can focus on, that's one less option that you have to sit and watch TV half the night, and then you can actually focus on the things that you need to focus on. And uh, and I thought about that. Uh, 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 yes, uh, matter of fact, it was yesterday, and I thought about that, and uh, I thought about the scripture out of Ecclesiastes 20, and uh, verse number three, and I'm going to read it to you out of the Christian Standard Bible. And it said, do not have other gods besides me. The King James said, uh, have no other God uh, besides me. And, and, and this, is, this is what God was speaking to the children of Israel, speaking to them uh, because they were developing and learning and creating other gods. And, you know, and people follow after other things. Now, gods can be anything. They can be anything. It doesn't necessarily mean a, a being that, you know, that you, that one follow as, uh, as we follow God, uh, the creator and, and uh, Elohim and Jehovah Jireh. But then there's other gods. And during those days, they had other created gods. Uh, uh, Baal and uh, uh, Elijah dealt with the, the prophets of Baal. They served Baal. And, uh, and, and, and other uh, gods. There were so many things that people created, you know, and, uh, but our jobs, our, even our children, even, uh, e even sometime our church, anything that you put before the true and living God can develop itself into a God. And this is what uh, was the writer was was telling us uh, that God is saying, I, I don't do not have no other God before me. You don't need that extra option. You don't need that extra option uh, being made available. And in this time that we're living in, so many times we put other things before God, before church, uh, before the important things. Three points that I want to share with you guys, and uh, I, I, I promise to be out of the way. So how do you do that? How do we deal with options that, that are placed into our life? You know, and some things we can't even wrap our head uh, around with with the advancement, you know, and I, I'll, I'll just say this. We just recently bought, uh, I think it was uh, last year we bought uh, 2020 Buick Enclave and, and, and the amazing technology that's on this vehicle. It is mind boggling. You know, the heel assist that whenever you pull up on a heel and, and uh, it recognizes you on the heel so you don't have to sit there with your foot on the brake. It automatically applies the brake. So uh, once you get ready to move, you just you just press the gas and it releases and you go on. And uh, how uh, the op, the thing that's on there that when you come to an intersection or uh, stoplight and you stop sign and you stop and uh, you're sitting there, you know, it cuts off to save gas. 
and uh, and then when you take your foot off the brake, it cranks back up and you're able to drive off. And and uh, so, you know, depending on how long you're sitting there, just those those amazing options. But if we're not careful, we will miss some things. So point number one, I want to share with you real quickly. You got to be in control. You got to be in control. Um, uh, you, you, you get, you, you, you got to have it and it not have you. Let me say that again. In order to be in control, you've got to have it and not let it have you. Uh, these cell phones, uh, games, there's nothing wrong with having technology and having uh, the ability to, to use these things, texting and all this other stuff. But don't let that stuff control you. Don't let when you need to be doing something of importance, don't let that delay you or hold you back from doing that. Even in the midst of this pandemic, so many people say, well, I'll just sit home and I'll watch uh, the preaching on TV. Don't let that hold you back so when the church opens up that you don't go back into the house of God and assemble yourselves together and worship the Lord. So you got to be in control. You got to be in control. In other words, you're not allowing whatever option to control you, but you are in control of that. Point number two, you got to set priorities. This is a biggie. You got to set priorities. You know, uh, uh, I, I had a dear friend out of Fedville, uh, or have a dear friend out of Fedville. Um, he does a prayer walk every year. It has manifested into a big, huge thing in the city of Fedville. People come from all over and, uh, and, and they march and uh, uh, Brother Wright is his name, and they march all year through, and they pray, and they go for so many people, churches, and all that stuff. But uh, I had a, I had a, some years back, I did an interview when I had Equipping the Saints talk show, and I interviewed him, and something he said real powerful, he said, you got to make the main thing the main thing. And, and I think that's important. You got to set priorities, and you got to see what the need is, and you've got to let that be the first thing that you do. Don't wait and do stuff that's our lesser priority. You know, that stuff can wait. That stuff can hold up and you do what the priority is. You got to see what is your priorities and accomplish those things. Accomplish those things. Do those things. Fulfill those things and don't allow uh, those things. Those are options. We all got options. We all got uh, things that's there. And sometimes we can have too many options and you got to make sure that you prioritize your time. Prioritize your time. Because if not, before you know it, the day is spent. The time is gone and you still haven't accomplished the things that you need to accomplish. I often tell people, don't live a life and when you get old where you can't do it, all you talk about is what I wish I could have, should have done. What I wish I could have, should have, had the chance to do, but didn't do, have done. And many people, all they talk about, oh, I could have been a millionaire. Oh, I could have, I could have went to school. I could have done. And now you're into a place that you can't do. And now you're living life of regret. You got to set priorities in your life. You got to set priorities. Point number three, final thing, make good choices. Make good choices when these options present themselves guys in the in the in the in the, in the process of making good choices you got to pray you got to pray because sometimes you don't oftentimes you don't know but god does 
So why not connect with whom knows more than you? Is this the person that I hope to spend the rest of my life with? Is this the job that I hope to be able to be at until retirement? Is this the church that I'm going to advance and I'm going to increase and I'm going to grow in? Is this where I need to be at? These, this is, you know, and when these choices are there, there, you got to make the right choice. And when you don't know, because we don't know our future, we don't know what's ahead of us. Something led me here and this is an option for me. So now Holy Ghost, is this what I really need to be doing? Is this the right choice? Is this the job I need to have? Is this the vehicle that I need to have? Is, am I am I going to buy this vehicle and it's going to be more trouble than good? Am I going to buy this vehicle and can not afford to pay it? I remember one scripture when David was at uh, came back home, him and the men from Ziglag, and the Bible said that uh, that the city was was uh, burned and, and their children and their wives were gone because all the men uh, had, was with David and, and uh, David was upset. They was talking about stoning David. And David asked the Lord. He went to the Lord because he didn't know. He said, shall I pursue? Shall I go after? And if I go, will I recover? You know, I don't even know where to go at. What direction to go? God said, pursue. You shall recover all. You shall get everything and everyone back. And, and, and we have to ask God. And there's sometimes that God will just simply say, just leave it alone. Don't mess with it. Just leave it alone. That's not the choice you need to make. So we have options, ladies and gentlemen, and sometime in life, if we're not careful, too many options can be destructive for us. If we're not careful, all of these wonderful modern, modern advancements can be detrimental to our life. We got to focus on the main thing, and that is we got to build our spiritual life back. We got to get our moral balance back in our nation, back in our world, back in our life. How do we get it in the nation? We get it within ourselves. We got to change ourselves. And if everybody are focused to change themselves, the world will change. But until we do that, we still are going to be dealing with the issues that we're dealing with on today. Some of these problems we're seeing today, ladies and gentlemen, is simply because of the fact that we've got too many options that we need to change. Guys, I, that's all I have today. I hope that uh, this helped you on today. And, um, uh, that, and, and, and I hope you have a wonderful day. And, uh, and a great, great week and fantastic week. And look forward to you catching me back on next week for another Pondering Points podcast. Please be safe. Be, be, please work real hard to be cool and work real hard to stay safe. Amen. As we're exiting this pandemic, hopefully and prayerfully, uh, I want you to stay safe and, um, and until we meet again. God bless you. Love you guys. Thank you so much again. Have a fantastic day.